They don't have to drive anywhere. You can sit and watch a film in your pajamas. You can pause and pee whenever you want to, Josh. Um, (laughs) uh, It's not wrong. I mean, yeah. Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need but deserve, where all levels of nerd are welcome. And today, with everything that's shifting in the tides and everything we're experiencing at the time of this recording, we're taking a break from all the topic stuff. Uh, We're taking a break so that we can talk about what's going on in the world and about our thoughts around the film and gaming industry and how that's affected uh, us and how everything's affecting that um, and the world at large. And we finally have a full crew and I'm so excited because today, this episode, we are talking about today. gaming and film in the age of COVID or in the time of COVID, whichever you like to call it. This time, um, this new life of ours. Mm. Yes. Um, we'll introduce the host real quick. My name is Tom. Um, Caitlin. Ollie. Corey. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun Fun perks, like you get early access to these episodes. You get bonus episodes that nobody else hears. You get uh, discounts on merch. polls? Yes, you get to, Yes, you get polls. Um, you get uh, access to poll. private uh, servers on our Discord server. Um, private channels, that is. Um, but yeah, check that out. Uh, the To join the Nerdon Nation, you can go to nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. And to join the Discord, you can go to nerdon.tv backslash Discord. Did I say that right? Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. Nerdon.tv, yeah. yeah. Good job, uh, you. So also, <laughs> a, one job. a big shout out to our partners, Apogee Electronics, who uh, have equipped us with these microphones, the Hype Mic, the ultimate oh, yeah. podcasting microphone. As I have said many times before, it is a wonderful microphone. We use it on our streams. We use it on these episodes. We use it in content that we create. And I can't recommend it enough for other people to get into it. It's very simple, very plug and play. I dig it. I play with it a lot. Odyssey headphones. Uh, They have uh, officially recognized our slogan, which is, if your ears were mouths, they'd taste like butter. taste like butter. So don't uh, take my word for it. <laughs> take theirs, and that's theirs. Uh, yeah. Mikey likes it. Um, so but uh, yeah, it's uh, can't the, the, another product that I stand behind. It sounds so good. Um, Not just good for you, editing and mixing, but also for gaming. I've been yeah. using you, them for playing uh, World of Warcraft. Do 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 you have yeah. sensitive ears, and you have trouble finding the headphones that fit your ears? If your name's Ollie, well, we got the solution for you. These Odyssey headphones that are butter on your eyeballs. Oh. <laughs> he took a left turn there at the I'll end. I'll take that. I don't want to follow <laughs> Butter on the eyeballs isn't isn't so bad. That's <laughs> how you get pink eye. Uh, oh, but no, yeah. it's not. <laughs> that has take been it the house. kind of butter are you using, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> Booty butter. That's what he's using. Oh. No. It's boo-boo, baby. Josh, quick. Okay. Speaking of sanitation was. and health. <laughs> that was the uh, housekeeping. Let us get on with this um, this conversation. Let's just get into it. 
Uh, yeah. So, so COVID's a thing. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was real. That was really hard into it. Um, well, well, you know, it's yeah, comprehensive that's, that's episode. It was been. not at all. It was so so. COVID's a thing. It was very subtle, actually. It's like yeah. very mild. Yeah, like fucking COVID. That's rough I mean, into it. What kind of a so, segue do you want? <laughs> I mean, so we've been we've been now recording this at a distance uh, with all of our awesome stuff for now four months. So like right yes. after our live actually, show, it's we were five I mean, look at me. We look started what I'm doing here. This is <laughs> yeah. Everyone is uh, a, should be the live. Everyone show. should be watching this on YouTube. Speaking of the live show, time we live in. Like the live this. show is totally like. Do you remember like I Am Legend, where you would have the flashback scene to like normal life? I feel like yeah. I feel like the live show would be like our flashback to normal life. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. like I was the last normal like <laughs> thing we did. <laughs> and and we, we talked about it. Where like we were all like, Ugh. like it was getting a little like I don't know if we should do it because Caitlin's freaking news on the update was about how South by Southwest got canceled because of COVID, and then we were still doing a live show and we were like. Oh God. And, um, we? you know, we w- hope everyone's healthy and safe, but, uh, yeah. I mean, it has not been without notice that like the film and game industry has been highly affected by like release dates specifically. So like mm-hmm. films like trolls Two came out specific on VOD. Last of us got pushed back. Cyberpunk got pushed back. Tenet Mulan got pushed is back. Coming out Mulan is, you know, first it was like theaters only. And then like a little flip floppy, and then Bloodshot had like the sh- the worst yeah. box office yeah. ever, um, and and his out? and history was made. Like yeah. independent filmmakers rented out a theater and had the highest box office for a weekend, uh, and it was like, wow, you are now in history. And everyone looks up that weekend; it's going to be like this was the highest grossing movie of that weekend. Wow. So what what are what are our thoughts? What do you guys what are you guys what's your takeaways? Well, it's um. It's a double-edged sword, I think. There's a lot of smaller gaming companies that have made a small fortune during this time that they would not have mm-hmm. otherwise. Evolver. And and big companies as well. But it's been it's been kind of a renaissance for indie games and indie companies. Um it's it's especially because it hit right during the uh you know, the, the height of it was during the summer sale on Steam. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, to talk about the positives, I guess, in, in one sense, is there is a lot of, of gaming companies that have kind of been lifted up during this time because yeah. it's all people have. I think that, that like the increase, uh, I think I read some statistics somewhere where it was like almost, almost a 200% increase on how much people were spending on video games in the U.S. on PC mm, games yeah. during COVID I mean, or something like that. I have to get the exact uh, statistic on it, but it, it definitely went through the roof. But to yeah. to like to add to that, especially in terms of like indie game indie game companies, like so E three got canceled, and E three has don't. multiple purposes. But one of them is independent game companies getting connected or potentially getting connected with larger game companies, and so that mm-hmm. didn't happen. So I'm I'm wondering if there's like a positive to having an uptick up uptick in sales that it allows them to maybe develop more. That it's almost like it. I don't want to say it evens out, but maybe it does. Where it's like, oh, cool! Sure. Now there's a higher, now there's higher sales, so now we can, you know, up our efforts towards things or or stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah I mean, crazy. the fact that you know we kind of talked about it in the digital green room, but that Halo's been been pushed and the mm-hmm. overwhelming support it's gotten for that. I yeah. think there's also a shift in mentality as well. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we. 
I'd like to pride ourselves in thinking that we've always been pretty supportive anytime a game company has said we need more time because it's not yeah. something we usually get anymore. We're so used to getting this game that comes out and then like a month later, like we patched it all. It's fine now. Yeah. We're kind of like, you should just take in that first month. Uh, and that's like, and that's like even it. without necessarily COVID being involved, but especially, you know, this mm-hmm. year, it's sort of like even more understanding that, yeah, of course, you know, you need, well, and, you know, health and safety and like, and I work for a company that, is purely work from home right now and with very limited uh, visits to the office because it is production based and they eventually need to produce and make right. something. Right. So like, it's very interesting to see um, how that's affected by. by yeah. yeah. Times. And before all this, like in 2019, um, Jeff Fowler and Paramount were like applauded that they took their time and redid Sonic, the movie. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And that was it, a very it worked out, re- it worked out really well. And, uh, like it kind of just earned the graces of like, Hey, you know, audience members, we want to do what you want, but we can't have to like, you know, it's, it's the one thing Sonic has never done. It was like, let's wait. (laughs) (laughs) And so like now we're in that time where it's like, it's very, very much more understandable. And I think that's kind of been this like wonderful blanket of grace that everyone's had where it's like, if you want it as good as it can be, you're going to have to wait a little bit. And, um, I think it's also had like a little bit of a double-edged sword because, you know, on the offset of what I think Last of Us Part Two, and it's like the game's done, but we wanted to have people have more access to it. Having the physical copies might have rubbed people the wrong way, um, and we won't get into the whole rabbit hole of what Last of Us Part Two had. But like the idea of like games that are finished or people who are kind of like waiting on like things. So like with Mulan, where like I think uh, you know thirty percent or like all their marketing budget was to be in theaters this date. Mm. And then, mm. you know, once everything hit, everyone said like, hey, it's okay if you totally don't come out soon. Um, because, you know, once the theaters open up and then I think there was a moment of like Disney lapsing of being like, okay, well, we're not going to wait anymore and we're just going to cut our losses and just go straight into uh, Disney Plus Premium, um, which now is open to venue to have now, we're going to have premium content on our channel, on our thing. So on top of the subscription that you're paying for, you have to pay another $30 you know, to do, to get yeah. access to that stuff where mm. I don't know if Unlock. it's, yeah, it's, it's rubbed a lot of people who are the subscriber base who are like Hulu, who people who are familiar with Hulu and Netflix and Amazon prime have never experienced something like this. We're like, why, why is it the yeah. cost of like three, you know, tickets versus just the price of one and having this like kind of iTunes, Apple music kind of thing where it's like, now if I don't have it, I don't have it anymore. It, it, it's an interesting thing where, you know, uh, release dates have now played this one thing where like the MCU fans are so understanding of Black Widow being like, hey, baby, I want to watch it in theaters. You know, like I, yeah. I, I deserve a cinematic experience. Yeah. yeah. And so seeing like what different companies do with different methods. And it's interesting with yeah. Disney being as big as it is. It has a little bit of like leeway to be like, well, let's test it with one and see mm-hmm. how well that does. And then let's see if it works better with the other yeah. way around. It's interesting. There's like, there's two different like categories almost. There's those who are in pre-production who are trying to get their stuff off the ground, who are looking for studios that are open, trying to get their stuff made. Uh, and then there's like, for instance, Shang-Chi is, you know, resuming production, et cetera. And then there's those who are at the end of their production. They're trying to figure out when's, you know, to them, to their company, the most responsible time to put it out. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but that's kind of been some of the frustration with, with some of these companies, right. Is, is them deciding that maybe it's, it's okay for things to come to theater sooner than later, hold, you know, instead of, uh, 
instead yeah, of they're, they're more off. concerned with a deadline than a product right like for Which instance is, tenet we have as a prime example of that um i think unless something's changed as of right now it's still slated for like a couple weeks from now to come out it's it's worldwide um like end of august and then first yeah. week of september is going to be to america and to me that's a little bit of like a well the world audience is ready but the american audience is not because right. you know people you know certain places take it a little bit more you know, yeah. studious of what they wanted to do with the pandemic and everything like that. But to me, yeah. it's kind of like it's a very nice. Yeah, way it's, to put it's it. yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying not to <laughs> sound like a jack off, but like also, I the people who I'm targeting are the jack offs. So, yeah. um, well, that's the thing. It's like these these are these multi million dollar properties to us. They're they're these huge expensive things, and they're like, no, they got to make money off of it. But there is that flip side of like, this is Disney. You know, they have a lot of properties. Mm-hmm. They might be okay with gambling something as huge as Mulan because, like, to us, Mulan is. You know, well, massive. But at this them, point, Mul- Mulan's already massive, at a, but what's Mulan's that? already at like a as is already at a loss. Right. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah, yeah. they have not made any money and they've spent their entire marketing campaign. So like they have a car- the campaign and it'll go past the movie release. Yeah. But so they they've already used all their marketing. So it's like either we drop it or we do another campaign for when it comes back in theaters. I just and hope it does come back to, to theaters because I, I, I want to see it, something like that in theaters. And so that's the interesting thing. Bloodshot, the Vin Diesel film that's based off the Valiant universe oh, right. is going to come back into theaters at like once theaters are open. And to me, I think that's honestly like the smartest way to go about it because Invisible Man got mm-hmm. their run cut short too. And yeah. um, I think that's a movie that did definitely, to me, obviously no one fucking deserved COVID-19 and uh, except the assholes, but no one deserved COVID-19. And uh, Invisible Man was one of those films that was like, man, this is such a good movie. It's such a wonderful reimagination of like a classic film that like I think it deserved like the same like rave and rapport as like Arrival did as like being this big sleeper hit from Denis Villeneuve. But like but being from um and from Paramount's or Universal's new slate of like these horror classics. And I was like this this, this it was like to me, I thought it was like on on in the same playing field of like Jordan Peele get out you know like it's it's a mm. wonderful oh, wow. it's really good wow. it's so good um, it's actually the but, last uh, movie that i saw <laughs> pretty like wow. yeah it was like that last movie that i saw in theaters and then where same. were you <laughs> <laughs> when it was um, like the friday before it, uh the shutdowns all happened so i was yeah. like oh, i miss yeah i miss, I miss going and to then theaters that that makes me wonder like how much of the last what are, what are we on? Like five months now yeah. of since yeah. the shutdown. Something like that, yeah. So like, d- the the world feels like it has both moved on and stopped at the same time. So like, how it's, many things are going to come uh, back into theaters after we are quote unquote past I, this? I, I my personal take on it is like, look, if everything had just gone well and everything had just been gone according to plan, um, like there's a funny tweet that posted up yesterday or the other day where it was like New Zealand. Yesterday, everything was back to normal. Like, no masks, no nothing. Whoa. And then mm-hmm. in 24 hours, they were like, all right, we had a spike. We're going to go back to quarantine, mask everywhere. Like, Whoa. And everyone just like, okay, that's it. Like, it was very simple. Um, and to me, I'm like, I, and this is like a really asshole way to go about it, maybe seem as like unpatriotic or whatever the hell. But it's like, I'm totally fine if America gets left in the dust because it's like, well, apparently you don't deserve it. It's like, you don't. It's like you want the nice thing, but you don't want to work for it. You know, like mm-hmm. we all could have had the worldwide release the same time tenant because Warner Brothers, the, all the overseas markets said like it is 100% like safe if we go upon these guidelines. But mm-hmm. this country decided that whatever guidelines are put in place, you guys just won't listen. 
So to mm-hmm. me, it's like, yeah, you deserve it. And it's like yeah. the nice slap on the wrist of like, well, the world's getting it before you do because this American made movie is going to do better and overseas than you are going to handle it here. Um, and yeah. it, in some positive ways to your, to your point, Caitlin, of like, when does the world, like there has to be some kind of nice medium. So Baldur's Gate three at the time of this recording is going to come out soon. Mm. And at first they were going to do a bunch of pre-orders and now they're just like, nope, no pre-order. Everyone gets it at the same time. Mm. And there, I think there is a happy medium of like, when can everyone get it at the same time? Um, as long as it's like, quote unquote, upon, and that's the tough thing about art, right? Games, film, it, it is art, but it is also business. So it's like, is VOD the way to go? Because Trolls 2, World Tour, made more money than it might have projected of what made in theaters. Right. And it's like people being at home, you know, did time. I think Corey mentioned the factoid of like, Disney Plus made, met their um, five-year goal in eight we- eight months or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And same thing with Warner Brothers. Like, their HBO Max, they met a million subscribers in six weeks. Yeah. And wow. it's like N- Netflix, in order for them to do that, took them three years. For Hulu, it took them one year. And then for Amazon, it took them six months. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the idea of adopting this, like, you know, you get access faster can be done in such a way where you're also still, you know, catering to people who want, you know, the the AAA experience of going to a theater or going to buy their, you know, video game physically. Yeah. Um, but you just have if, to if be there able was, to. If there was ever a time for something like, like a transition of that to happen, it would be now. Yeah. And like, you know, we're talking about like, you know, we were mentioning like the price tag, like $30. And it's, and I don't know, I think, I think it's we'd on be top surprised. already. Like on top of your plus, yeah. But generally Whatever speaking, like for a ticket, we play we pay a lot of money for tickets. Like think about like Avatar 3D, you know, things like that. They're like twenty that's something 20 dollars. You pay for popcorn, well, that, and all this stuff. That, that's a little bit Versus, of a difference because you can't a, get three D in home. Right, right, right. But so in LA that. tickets are about fifteen, sixteen dollars. Yeah. yeah. And then so you, you can here. um theoretically, you know, if you're a family or whatever, you have like kids, you know, that's you only have to pay once. So kind of mm-hmm. you might actually end up saving money. Yeah. Um so like pricing is definitely has always been my the thing in the back of my head of like the thing that's stopping this from from moving forward, right? Is like how do you price VOD perfectly. something like perfectly that is uh, doesn't insult or, or disrupt uh, anyone you know that's used to the theater you know crowd. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's, so it's that's like, sort of the big kind of challenge for the industry I, right now. I think honestly, like I I love it, and the moment I can I can get it back, I I, I loved my Stubbs card. From a- oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, and you could pay premium to get like better things. And I think that's what Disney is trying to do and trying to open those avenues for. Of like, if you pay a premium, then you get all the stuff. And I think Peacock actually did a pretty well job of like it's freemium, but then mm-hmm. if you want to pay for the premium access stuff, you get it. You get I'm surprised they didn't too. just do it in a different tier. But then I guess that's the whole like, um, like kind of that, that kind of wraps up in the same conversation. Funny enough, of the Snyder Cut being potentially like six parts just so mm-hmm. they can get two months of subscription out of people. Um, Possibly. That's sort of like, that's the other thing, unfortunately, that we have to keep in mind is that they want to figure out a way to keep you going longer. And then, yeah. you know, right. there, I would assume if they like, had more content that they could release under a premium tag, they would do it. But since yeah. it's just a, just let's test on. the waters with this Disney film. Yeah. See how and it goes. I'm excited yeah. to work it go if it's successful. It's I'm interesting. excited. I'm nervous. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm also on the side of like I hate the idea of the abolition of theaters. Like that's I the thing. I'm always gonna they be were already on the brink. Yeah. Yeah. And and to me, I've said it the same thing about like comic book stores where it's like you can't just rely on comic books. Like movie theaters can't just rely on movie theaters. And that's why a lot of them have bars and then you see studio movie grills that have dinners. Um I think 
you need to flesh out the arcade aspect of yeah. of of theaters because quote unquote you drop off your kids to go play the arcade or whatever the hell they want to go do and then that'll be part of your you know but that's the the epic of megaplexes right you mm-hmm. have multiple theaters and then you can have some of those theaters be designated to indie films some of them you know obviously to the money makers which are like the disney the paramount the warner brothers all that stuff and then you have like this is like a completely side business of that what they do it's like what a hotel in vegas does right they're half casino half hotel and they're half buffet and they're half Michelin star restaurant. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> you show you know, and a magician. No, no matter what you're going to get money. And that's the thing with theaters where it's like you stop you losing, you start losing that intimate aspect. Cause you know, even though I, I praise AMC and their stub card, I do side with Corey a lot of the times of like the Lemley theater is something that I really love to go to. Cause you pay seven bucks for the ticket. You pay 10, 12 bucks. You have the ticket, you got popcorn, you got a drink, you got yeah. a little snack for your booth thing, it's, you know what I'm saying? And they they do, uh, they're one of the few theaters, so theaters like the Lemley. Uh, let's talk about that for a sec, because this is something that's been on my mind since the beginning of the pandemic. You have a small independently run theater uh, where you do, you get your blockbusters that you can get at AMC, like Tom said, at a pretty affordable price, but they're also an avenue for, for independent filmmakers. They have Hi. Thursdays. Uh, once a week, they would have independent films shown at their theater that you can go watch. Uh, they would also have events like Throwback Thursdays, which they have they had themes for a long time. For months, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for a whole month, it'd be like you know horror movies or, or Denzel for, movies. Yeah, uh, everybody loves Denzel was was one of them, and so we'll be losing experiences like that that are truly unique to small independent owned theaters uh, because they're having a tough time surviving. Oh. Right now, um, it's because they were already I, doing tickets at a like, I mean, a Lemley near me in Pasadena wasn't very expensive to no. go and see. And there's one in Glendale that just opened. That's yeah. probably so in the red now because it yeah. opened a month before the pandemic hit. Yeah. Um, um, and so I've tried to encourage. I've bought a a hundred dollar gift card there. They have like a um, yeah. A, uh, what should we call it? Like a premium service, like Stubbs, where you buy a hundred bucks, all your tickets are discounted by ten percent, and you get uh, a certain amount of food and drink per month. And so, just to t- try to support them, I I bought that. Obviously, I haven't used it because they're not open yet. But um, I I was trying to encourage a lot of people to support the small businesses that that you know are struggling right now. As part of Caitlin's thing during the the live event, is all these small businesses that re- you know rely on. The events. blockbusters coming out so they can do the cool things are are kind of failing right now. And because yeah. that, that's the tough thing, because it's like, uh, you know, what's sadly the science will say and the business will say is that like these quote unquote big events that Scorsese calls them carnival, you know, these big films, like that's what the theaters have now have to have cater to because those are the no risk and full reward for keeping the business open where, mm-hmm. you know, people aren't allowed to make risks anymore. Yeah. And uh, they just have to be like, well, if we sell tickets, then we're a success. And that's one, yeah. the only thing people care about. I mean, and, and also um, kind of the, uh, I'm going to call it kind of the extended universe of the film um, the film uh, business. I mean, you've got like, and speaking to independent films, you've got film festivals that are having to cancel or try yeah. to figure out how to, I Do have digital. seen that some have gone to digital. I know that mm-hmm. I believe... Um, Con, I believe that they went digital this year. Um, but you also have like things like the Academy Awards and um, the Golden Globe saying that they this is going to be the first time and only time that they'll accept streamed media. 
Hmm. And that's uh-huh. a big contention part because that's why like a lot of industry because the thing is like in order for you to get um distributed into like a theater worldwide marketing, you have to go through so many hoops and bounds. And that's why a lot of people like say like, you know, fuck the Netflix and Amazon Prime films because um they don't have to do those same things. They just make an independent contract with them and then they get automatic like home Platform. like audience. Yep. And it's it's interesting because it's like everyone else that has to struggle to do that stuff, but there is that sense of like I, I talked about it with the DP that I worked with on a on, on a project, and we always talked about like the glorification of brutality is a toxic thing in the world where it's like oh I worked on a set we had to work for fifteen hours sixteen hours because normally it's twelve hours right um, and then it's like well we were able to shoot in in ten hours and they're like oh then it's not a real shoot then it's like maybe we just got our shit together and it was fine yeah and maybe so we were there just is on top of it. <laughs> But well, also, yeah, because there's it, people like Clint Eastwood who can run an entire production and it's nine to five. Yeah, and it's interesting, Whoa. but also it's he doesn't not cool, dude. <laughs> but al- but also like he doesn't have people talk on set. If you're right. working, you don't talk, uh, and you can't have your cell phone. Um, yep. So they're Which is they're fine by me. I mean, it's yeah. fine. Uh, Tarantino you know, does the same thing, and so does uh, um, Nolan. That's normal. Nolan doesn't have chairs. No, chairs. no that's a fucking bullshit. <laughs> Um, the internet just blew that fucking out of proportion. Um, but no, that's, um, if you're sitting, you're not working. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. Um, to Josh's point of like how, like, at least for me, like as an independent filmmaker, like I have a hundred percent gone to bed with the idea of like, I think probably my first feature film will be on a streamer. It won't be in theaters Mm. and that's okay. But I don't want that to be my only thing. I want that. I want to have the, the lot, the, the theater experience. I want to be able to go to a place and be like, I didn't have to rent this shit. This was like part of the worldwide release. Um, but like if, you know, theaters have to keep cutting corners and just only exp- like only making ends meet because like every big studio wants their cut, then it's like they have to only have big studio movies. And so this, you know, obviously has pushed the digitization that I think games and this sounds really bad because it's not a matter of like who has it worse, but it's like looking at each bowl and see who has enough to eat. Um Film has like a really is going to have a really 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 tough time after this because mm. theaters were already going down the drains. It wasn't like oh there's a shortage shortage of consoles. It's like no, <laughs> everyone was just going to go to PC anyway, so it's whatever. <laughs> um, so it's it's not like that. Whereas like theaters, it's like now you're going to see like blocks of places and you know that are not going to be there that, that aren't going to be in in use anymore. So it's it's very interesting. And um, shout out to Mitchell Iron Uni on our discord who sent who tagged me on a video it was like i thought of tom and there's a video that he he sent me it was all about like what i talk about all the time about like streaming is slowly killing theaters and mm-hmm. it's just because people want yeah. instant access and people want accessibility and they want the control they don't have to everything. drive anywhere you can sit and watch a film in your pajamas you can pause and pee whenever you want to josh um <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not wrong i mean yeah <laughs> um, it's not wrong josh is like yeah man that's pretty yeah. great and so, like for me, yeah, I still pee in a cup when I'm home. Just wow. I don't want to leave. I just pee in my pants. I leave it. I can confirm. Um, I, get, I give my daughter like this is all my DNA. So here you go. Just give me oh. your pants. But you also have the you have the um, absurgence or however you want to title it of drive-in theaters. Yeah, I've been seeing yes. that all over my my feet. Resurgence. Resurgence. It's downsurgence. Um, which is I power went to one. <laughs> Yeah, I went, one, I, I went and saw um, the Hulu movie. Uh, uh, Palm Springs. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, at a drive-in theater, uh, and it was a really, really cool experience. Groundhog Day Part Two. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it is Groundhog Day, but it's also very, very different. I highly recommend that film. Oh yeah, it's good. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm. That is one. You know, talking about 
theaters, the upside to that is that it's a perfect social distancing experience. You don't get out mm-hmm. of your car at all mm-hmm. uh, unless you got to go to the bathroom, in which case don't because it's porta potties. So like yeah, not ideal in the d- age of COVID. That's but, where the cup. Uh, you know, you can bring whatever food you want. They don't stop you. I brought like I brought all my dark chocolate Reese's. Fried I brought chicken. candy corn. I brought, you can bring fried chicken. I thought you uh, said at least the one I went to. I could I bring I th- especially because <laughs> the snack corn was great. <laughs> a lot of these places right now, the snack bars are closed due yeah. to COVID. So they uh, encourage you to bring your own food. Uh, obviously, can't really bring alcohol because it's in a vehicle still. Yep. Uh, but we had sodas. We had candy. We had popcorn. We brought a veggie platter. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Because uh, you can, so it's, right? It's really cool, and I'm, I've always wanted to to go to a drive-in, and so be to be able to experience it was uh, was nice. Except for the fact that I scared the hell out of my wife because as soon as she figured out, as soon as she finished work, I was like, "All right, pack up, we're going somewhere." And she's like, "What's happening? What? I don't like this. I don't, I I don't like, like change." I started like putting stuff in a backpack. She's like, "What's happening? Why are why?" And she's oh, like, no. I don't, "Surprises." I just I washed my makeup off. I was like, you don't need makeup. Let's go put some comfy clothes on. And she's like, are we going to a drive-in? And I was like, God damn it. Yes. Yeah. She was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, well, that's good. Ruin the surprise. But yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. I don't no, know if anyone nice. else has been to one before, but no, I used I to go been to all one, the time in yeah. Indiana. I highly recommend it. I, I, used, time. I used to do like tailgates. Yeah. yeah. Bring where your own you can, radio. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Don't where you can, use your car radio because you'll yeah. just drain your battery. Yeah. But I, I have a little emergency Ooh, radio for oh. earthquakes that we just brought and set up and tuned it in. So One of my you, favorite so things to do uh, in college was I had a Jeep Cherokee at the time. And like the seats, the back seats would go back. Yeah. It was big That's enough to drive in. put like a sleep. And then you just open up the hatch, back in. And yeah. it was just see okay. It's like, a long, it's like a long seat. Yeah, I didn't think about that when I went because I didn't know I had never been to one, so I wasn't oh. sure like how you get into your spot or whatever. But I have an SUV that we yeah. have an air mattress for camping yeah. for the, that's fit to the that, SUV. That, that yeah. So I was like, yeah. next time yeah. we're gonna go and it's yeah. a hatchback the same way. So uh, see, because yeah. I I in Indiana, it's, oh, so many people I know have trucks. Everyone has trucks. So <laughs> you would go and you'd you know park in so that the the um. The, the bed of the truck is facing you got it. the theater. Yep. And then you put a mattress in there and mm-hmm. then you line all the sides with pillows and blankets. Yeah. And then you have your radio in the center and everyone's hanging out That's what we and listening. Do. Yeah. And Especially LA where it's pro tip, Corey. Well. Pro tip. Yeah. Well, I, you know what the dumb thing is? Like, shout out to, to, to REI. For camping, we had bought a a air mattress that's specifically made for SUVs, so it has the wheel parts. Oh, cut out. that's the cool! Wheels. Oh, nice. So I I have that, and I didn't bring it. Oh no! <laughs> it would have been perfect. Um, but now I know. Um, I'll go to another one. That's that's good, and I think oh, unless Josh, you had something to say. Well, I just had like a question because I, I'm not, I don't f- fully understand it, and maybe this is like rant territory in my mind. But okay, so like for instance, you have companies like regal and amc on the flip side saying that they're going to open in like a couple of weeks and i'm like mm-hmm. i just don't i don't really understand it like how to me i, I how that's I possible think, or i think why they're by the paper makes a lot of fucking sense mm-hmm. but in execution how the fuck are you going to execute this shit yeah, people yeah. are already saying like I can't go. Uh, you can't tell me to wear a mask because it's not a law. And right. a fucking security guard who's just you know a fucking day player is just like, dude, I work here. You gotta go. Like that's the end of it. And then they'll sit down in the middle of their Costco and cry like a little fucking baby. And I'm I just like, that. get over yeah. your fucking self and get the fuck out. 
or fucking put a mask on. But it's like, how are you going to do that in a theater? Yeah. And also, how are you going to do that with kids? Because there's one thing I fucking hate is kids sometimes. I just want to punch them because they're talking all the fucking We know, Tom, fucking we know, theater. we know. We know. We don't like and kids. So, and so parents who fucking want to wear masks, like I see people who put on masks, but then they don't put tell the kid to put a mask on. Right. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, it, it has to go I both mean, ways. With kids, it's impossible because they're going to do whatever they want. All Not the time. impossible. I've seen kids with masks on. I get it. But also, it's just like if you can't. Well, do there's these an age things, range where they'll listen, but I, I've below uh, yeah, a certain I, threshold. That's much harder. It, to to step away from anecdotal evidence and all this stuff, but it's like I've you know I've been able to see like kids at like five year old and up and do yeah. it, and it's just like because their the point is to, a thing, and their the point is like yeah, I'm worried about it being upheld by the people who are pretending to uphold it to. You know, like they'll put the mask on, and then once they're in a dark theater, they'll take it off. You know, like yeah, that's and that's what like, well, like, you can't you, you can't police they have it. To, to eat. Can you police it? Will they police it? Like I know, like at a I I I frequent the ArcLight specifically because they they care about like the projection and the speed and the volume. You can't and have that your stuff phone out. Yeah, so they have like the staff. They'll for escort those you out purposes. So I'm wondering, like. If oh, do they, they were really? to be like, I'm gonna have to start going they, there. They can, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, 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 no, they are 100% about the experience. They have an usher it, yeah. that tells you, like, thank you for shot. Even though the seats are fucking uncomfortable as shit, they're just like, if you <laughs> yeah. have your fucking phone out, we'll escort you out of the seat. So, like, I want, like, that's awesome. I want an I've usher, like, every 10 minutes walking the front with their little light so I know that they're doing it. Yeah. Checking for masks. Like, I want them to do it, like, every 10 minutes throughout the movie. <laughs> like, check that, bro. I mean, that's, a, that, that's I think, perfect world. But then, again, you're going right. to have the people who are like, it's not a law. Yeah. But it's like, I feel like that's the only way I'd go to a theater. I yeah. hate that. I right hate now, that you're like, it's not. But this is a private property. Well, yeah, it, yeah. And that's the thing where it's like, it is private property. So no shoes, no shirt, no service. But it's like, now right. you have to do the no mask, no service. No but, mask, no service. And and I think again, like to a point where it's like in, on paper it could be done, and the way that mm-hmm. they're doing it's like where you they're only accepting thirty percent of people in the entire day, so it's like you have to make like your specific appointment to go watch this film and all. If it doesn't stuff. work for you. Well, I'm sorry, you're not going to see it. Well, we have less space anyways because of social distancing, so it works out. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like the it, people it, who like, are okay with it get to stay. If everyone, it's kind of like the problem with traffic. Do you know the true problem with traffic is is just response time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's that. So everyone that doesn't yeah. isn't aware with this. Like, why is there why is there bottlenecking? Why is there all this shit happens? It's because people's delayed reaction time. So in the driver's handbook for California DMV, at least, they say to keep another car's distance between you and another car. If you were to do that, there would be no such thing as traffic. But mm-hmm. no one does that shit, and that's why there's always traffic I do. in LA. <laughs> so yeah, um, same. I do too for uh, when I'm on the freeway. It's just because I've had an accident based on that kind. Of, it, the The reason mm-hmm. why the accident occurred was because that space was not there. And so I, um, I don't, if I'm driving behind one of you guys, I, I go physics. right it on your ass. Time for, it takes time <laughs> for signals to reach your brain that to two your second foot, hole, baby. To, the, yeah. to the brake pedal. It takes like a couple seconds for that all to happen in your brain. Yes. Yeah. That's but, why so, I always do the, there's a sign, so need, one, one thousand, two, one buffer. thousand. We good. Exactly. We good. Um, but, but even with the, the conversation about like going to theaters and seeing these big blockbuster movies and everything, those aren't really being filmed right now. Well, no. and well, there was a slate for a year, slowly. right? So there's a year's worth of film that we have that are in the can. Well, yeah. the, there's, I mean, filming has, as far as my understanding goes, SAG recently talked about opening productions back up again mm-hmm. and starting to do things again. Because my my personal experience, I don't talk about it a whole lot. I do voiceover and acting and stuff. <gasps> um, but I know the biggest thing. It's crazy. Um, but for me, voiceover actually picked up during this time. 
And this was also the year that I wanted to start getting into on-camera stuff. And that <laughs> died in the water. <laughs> yeah. Like, not not completely. So, so, but what's kind of been happening is all of these shows and all of these things are being cast right now so that when productions can open back up, they're going to shoot them. But it's kind of like a, when are we going to shoot again? We don't really know. So my kind of projection of what's probably going to happen is there's going to be a lot of animated shows. Like, from, yeah. a lot. From what I'm... Out. From what I know, from my limited experience and experience or encounters with people who work in the industry, is that mm-hmm. Hollywood right now, in terms of what we think of film and what we experience, I'm not talking about Bollywood, I'm not talking about you know the Chinese production, right, 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 right. But American Hollywood is at five percent productivity, right. And so all the writers are still working, all mm-hmm. of the agents are still working. Um, I have a friend who is a writer's agent, and he has told me that all they've done is just set up their office. So that they can have clients come in. Right. Um, and so there's still people working from home from the network television people that I, I, I guess, frequent or I know about. They all have been working Interact from home. Interact with. Yeah. All the production coordinators are all still working from home. So still yeah. things are being made. And the thing is that what people are doing is making digital content. So a lot right. of TV is being made, but not a lot of movies are being made. Right. And so um, with film, I mean, there are like... I hate to say the tragedy stories, but it's just like Jurassic World started shooting in New Zealand again. And then like day five, like nine people had COVID. And it's like, well, right. this is why we can't do it. <laughs> so it's yep. um, it's interesting because and that's the thing where it's like guaranteed. I guarantee that they were like, OK, we're going to start shooting. They weren't like, let's be butt naked and cough on each other. They were like, we had to take precaution. We got to do this thing. And then they still got hit with some infections. And right. so, like, even if you open the theaters, as much as I want to do it, as much as I want to go in, and even I think AMC is doing it where, like, they're having incentives of, like, they're going to yeah. play old school films like Goonies and, for and Star Wars. Cents. For 15 cents. It's just, like, you can't, can, you can't guarantee people's safety from something that could be prevented. And that's the thing where it's, like, people, I think, blow out the proportion of, like, Oh well, the world is unsafe. So are you just going to stop? And it's like, well, no. There's a preventable things. I could wear seatbelts and I won't die in a car crash. Like mm-hmm. I can just not go to this thing and wear a mask and that's preventable. I punch right. my mic. No, um, um, there's, but, I mean, there's also uh, uh, in the same vein that I was reading, and this is how the two industries connect, which I think is really interesting. Um, the sad thing is that it, they could be a heavy reliance on CG, and mm-hmm. what's interesting is that some video game companies are stepping up to the plate to offer those services. So, for example, a company that we have had a, a, a friendship with for the past couple of years, Rebellion, I didn't know this, they have a full TV and film uh, division, and they recently, recently, a couple of years back, they bought a $100 million building, 22,000 square feet, that is exactly for this purpose, for wow, CG oh, and, wow. like, that kind of thing. And, like... Yo, right. if so there's, there's like a crossover of like, they're already almost there. <laughs> well, like Blizzard CG is pretty better than Pixar sometimes. Like Blizzard Netflix is, is already also. I, I think I talked about this before. The NetFX thing that they started up. Is it the um, crowdsourcing? Yeah. So so basically, Netflix is opening up this like, hey, want to work for Netflix, but you live too far away? We're doing like cloud based. Like you're, we're going to give you a task. You're going to complete it and turn it back into us. And you will have gotten to work on a Netflix, like movie show, whatever. So they're, they're now not even going to have to worry about, 
um, getting that, you know, $100 million building or whatever, they can just be like, here's your three shots you need to do, complete them, turn them back in, and we pay you. Yeah. And then we don't have to worry about a building or snacks or anything else uh, and, providing for, for our staff. So and like the slippery slope thing is like, how do you write a contract for that? Are they a freelancer? Right. Are they like a, you know, gigger? So it's like, I don't know. Maybe, that, maybe that's right. a good, like, segue to talk about, like, how content's maybe going to change and, like, right. how productions are going to change. Because, like, we have things like John Krasinski, John Krasinski's show that he started, and then... I don't know if you heard about the Fraggle Rock that kind of redo yeah. immediately, but I'm saying like that kind of pop that content. Like, do you do you guys think there's a world well, where I that mean, content becomes more popular, or so, that we have a ship like a major shift? It, and so Ali, I think, can you give me some background on that because I don't actually know a whole lot about what you're talking about. Um, John Krasinski's show. It's some uh, good news uh, that some just good his Ali. YouTube show. <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna go ahead. Uh, it was just his um, his his show that that he did on that he started on YouTube, just like with this format, sort of Zoom format, and then um, Fraggle Rock actually did a Zoom formatted show as well, and that came out on Apple TV. Oh, um, that was uh, Josh's news when we did an update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, so yeah, like yeah. those those kinds of like Zoom format, work from home, film from home, like we're embracing the times sort yeah. of creative work. Like how how much do you think that? We're going to be seeing that as a, as, far, as far as like a shift of content, or do you think it's not really going to Can be like confirm, a temporary? Because so, I'm looking at submissions for castings, there are a lot of them. So yeah. to talk about that, um, kind of at the time of this recording, so some good news got purchased by Viacom CBS, um, and uh, I might ha- I might work for something around that place, but Ooh. a lot of the stuff that I've been working with has actually been to get clients' kits for that stuff. So um, it's to me, it's kind of like how we thought what podcasting at a distance was. It's like okay, we can yeah. do this for a while, but then now seeing how long it's going to take, it, I don't know if it's a long form thing. It's, I think the main thing about the some good news was more about like it's low production value. You're not going to have John Krasinski as the host, I think, anymore. But it's the idea of like they're going to crowdsource positive news, um, and I think. Like to a little bit more like that is Selena Gomez's new show on HBO Max, where she calls video calls chefs. I don't want to say Zoom or Skype because I don't know what it is. Um, mm-hmm. But she has like these Michelin star chefs, and then she they teach her how to cook via this phone call. Yeah, via the phone. Hmm. Call, yeah. Well, there's also a lot changing. So I have a friend of mine who uh, is in the video game world, and um, originally what they wanted to do when they would have her in is set up cameras so they can, you know, match facial animations to what she does. But now we're in the middle of COVID. They sent her three cases worth of equipment, including like a camera, a microphone, a screen, and had to instruct her to set it up over Zoom on how to Mm -hmm. set everything up. Took like four hours. And she said it was the most miserable experience she's ever had because it's not really what these Actors or, That's or not their skill set, their training. It's not their, in their skill yeah. set. Yeah, um, and, and it's they, not something they really signed up to want to do. Yeah. Right. Um, I had the same thing happen with another friend. They were sent an entire recording setup, and they're like, "I would like to go to a studio because I don't know how to run any of this stuff." And so now everyone is having to do everything. There's they have to be the actor, they have to be the sound engineer, they have to be the grip, God. they have to be the light, they have to be the cam op. Like it's yep. absurd. It's not a great turn. Um, Kevin Smith has a current show about that, um, and uh, it's uh, it's a celebrity show-off show, so it's called Sun in Lockdown, 
And so he has oh, to shoot yeah. it. He has to write it. He has to edit it, direct it, and all that stuff. And it gets put on this kind of like game show of like, um, can he, you know, show run this at home shot show? Um, and it's a comedy show. Um, and it gets voted. So it's kind of like this weird, like, which celebrity can make the better show? Oh, yeah, Jason Raz is on that. Yeah. And so, um, and Bruce Willis's daughters are on that chemistry. It's like, I have to beat them. <laughs> and so there's like a bit of a funny thing. But, um, I think it's also interesting to kind of talk about like how we, us hosts, have been ingesting um, this content. So like Caitlin, I think one of her go-to questions is, "What have you been uh, playing in your Steam library? You know, like what have we been doing? Like what has been your kind of like go-to? Have you been finishing up your Netflix queue, your Steam library, all that stuff? Like how has being at home affected your consumption rate of this content?" Kaylin, well, uh, Kaylin, or it's all like Ollie want to jump at it. <laughs> Do it, jump, jump. Um, for me, I um, I kind of took a little bit of a break from consuming a ton of different things, uh, which was something that I needed uh, and I'm very happy about. Uh, but then I very quickly found like the things that I was just like that like genuinely excite me. So like um, things like Avatar. It's like it, it had been forever since I've seen it. The Last Airbender, to be specific. Uh, uh, the TV show on Nickelodeon, to be even more specific, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's great. You have to be like twice, doubly specific for that, for that, for this uh, genre. Yeah. Go on or for this title. You're, you're stalling. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, Avatar is a huge one. Um, I also went into um, like deeper into YouTube and a lot more travel. So it's interesting trying to like mimic the things that I can't do, which is like travel and like eat street food and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so I've been kind of watching a lot of that stuff. Um, but I've been playing. Like a crap load of destiny. <laughs> uh, that after about taking right. after taking about like a good six months off, um, uh, like over the holidays and into like the twenty twenty new year, um, I was like, I gotta make up for some last time. So <laughs> been hitting that pretty hard, and that's been uh, bringing me closer to my clanmates, my friends. So shout out to my clan, Paintray Pirates, uh, oh. all the way. So yeah, it's been me, Kalen, and a lot of work. So oh my gosh, I know that feeling. Uh. I've uh, rekindled my love for League of Legends. And uh, more recently, I got really sucked into Raft, thanks to Tom for really pushing that. You're welcome. Uh, And also he and Josh are salty because I played with other people. (laughs) Aw. Sea salty. (laughs) After I played with them, yeah, they're very sea salty right now. Uh, I played Raft. I started on Fall Guys. Um, I want to check out Raft. Raft looks fun. Raft is a we lot of fun. We should play. You should play it. So download so it. So I have more people to play with it. Oh my god. Um, see, see, this is why I get upset about it. It's because you're just feeding an addiction, Caitlin. Like me, yeah. I want to play to have camaraderie with people I play with. Like, yeah, I want to play games with people. Is but a vessel you to available, play with so. Caitlin, I will have you know if you need my uh, if you need my resume, I was on a competitive Minecraft server for a better oh part god. of a year back in the day. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> okay, boomer. Minecraft is old now, so moving on to the next. Uh, actually, it's still pretty current. Anyway, oh um, well, yeah, you're right. But um, oh man, I've been watching a lot of Midnight Diner. I know I've talked isn't, about it. Is the show done? <laughs> it is done. Um, but I I watched Midnight Diner Tokyo Stories, which is basically like extra Netflix made that. But then there's Midnight Diner, the original like series, multiple mm. seasons. That's mm. what I'm going through right now. And that show is not something that you binge. 
You do not binge that show. You can if you're like having like, oh my gosh, all of my emotions are hitting me all at once. But like pretty much every episode is going to make you cry. Like for sure. It is something that you savor every episode. Um, So I can maybe watch like two in a sitting, but it's very hard for me to watch any more than that um, just because I love it so much. Um, What else have I been like taking in? There's been, it, there's it's been mainly that been, I've been looking at. Sorry, I was gonna say like there's things that I look at when I'm when I'm like browsing and I'm like, no, I I, I don't feel like crying right now. Next, next. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's like I want I need to laugh right now. Okay. Yeah. Comedy, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just been a lot of games and primarily like that's what I spend most of my time on is just playing games. Corey, yay. Uh, mine's not very interesting. Mm. Um, I've been doing a lot of work lately. Uh, on this like mind-numbing project uh, that had some hiccups that I'm not very happy to speak about. Oh no! Uh, so basically, all the work I did for like a week was worthless. Oh, um, that's fun because they wanted to reformat it into a different format. So I left oh, that project. Uh, and that's fair. Uh, other than that, I've been watching Shit's Creek, which is a fantastic show. Um, yeah. It's with uh, Eugene Levy and Dan is this Levy. A, is this a rewatch? And, no, this is my first time I've gotten around to watching it, actually. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, I, I've tried to start with Dana a couple times, and she was having trouble getting into it. And so Married Life, sometimes you just, that means you don't watch it either. Uh, and so finally. Unless you're Caitlin. Yeah, can confirm. Finally, we uh, finished every other show that she was trying to watch. So she watched Scrubs for the first time. Um, a few others that she had been keeping up with on her own. Uh, and then, so like Shit's Creek was where it was at. So I was like, let's try this again. And she got hooked after the third episode. And so we've been, we're into that. We're, we're almost done with season two, moving on to season three. Uh, and that's kind of it. The World of Warcraft I've been playing because the new expansion is coming out. Uh, if you'd like to know my thoughts Ooh. and feelings on that, check out our last update. <laughs> uh, it's kind I of, just dep- I just to. got a lot of depressing <laughs> news is all. Was it the update or was it the extra? It was the, the extra. Maybe it was the extra? Yeah, mm. I don't know. If you if if it's not on the update, join the Patreon and listen then to you our can extra hear it. content for you. Our bonus episode. Um, I'm having I'm having a like a, a, a sort of like a relationship crisis, crisis with <laughs> relationship crisis with video games, um, which yeah. I think is fine. Uh, yeah. So other than that, just been watching th- probably hundreds of hours of videos on how to light and shoot interviews. Oh, yeah, Josh. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, just, it's pregnant pause, baby. That's a 2020 sigh if I ever heard one. Well, I just like that you always force everybody else to go. <laughs> I um, go last. I mean, I don't know. I just go last and I move on to the next thing. I, I've been staying up uh, late a lot. So, I mean, and so that's usually like, you know, I was playing like Last of Us Part 2 until 3 or 4 in the morning. And then mm-hmm. now I stay up probably till 1 or 2 reading comic books on uh, Comicsology. So I've read a lot of comics uh, over when do you the wake past up? Oh, yeah. few weeks. Huh? When do you wake when up? Do you wake All up? he's asking. Uh, usually I try to get up at 8 a.m. Some days oh. I'm like, F it. I'm going to sleep until That's noon. Early. Um mm-hmm. That's early for me. Yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't feel great, um, but it's like I'm <laughs> it must trying be hard. to. It must it is kind of hard, uh, but no, I, I do feel, it to I myself. Like, um, yeah. Bonnie and I have been watching like the there's 
there's still new movies that are dropping on iTunes. So mm-hmm. like there was Did you one, watch the, the old guard? Yeah, I watched Ooh, I the, the old that. guard. That was good. Um, the Umbrella Academy I enjoyed. Um, there's a recent movie with uh, Liam Neeson and his son called Made Liam in Neeson's Italy. Son. Huh? Liam, I'm sorry. Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson's, yeah. Um, Liam which was fantastic. Liam's it was quite Neeson. beautiful. Um, and, you know, revisiting some stuff. I watched Taken, the trilogy. That some, more Liam some more Liam Neeson. Some more Liam Fun fact, Neeson. he thought that was going to be a box office failure. Oh. Yeah. And it yeah. was the opposite. Whoopee. Well, I mean, yeah. Luke Besson, baby, is a hit and miss, baby. Yeah, uh, but it's also, one of the writers is, uh, what was he from? I'll get back to it. I, I was reading about this the other day. That, like, one of the writers is, like, famous for a few of the most uh, memorable catchphrases of the last, like, 10 years, 15 oh, years. Oh, wow. And really? so that that line that I have a particular set of skills that everyone remembers, that was him. That it's was like the, the fucking guy. writer for fucking Predator. Stick <laughs> <laughs> no, around. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll remember. Nice. Um... I mean, it's been very, it's been very scattered. I mean, it's, it's video games. It's, but it's also like podcasts. It's also oh YouTube God, videos. Um, it's a very, like the con content is still out there and it's, yeah. And, and but it's oh, also, there's, there's kind of this, there's this balancing act of like also like self care that has been kind of happened with this so it's i'm not doing it as much as i might ha- might ha- i don't know i'm I'm not doing it as much but still more no i think it's it's, it's interesting because like it when when co when when the shutdowns began like that's where hbo max launched and peacock and animal crossing became like if you the took the to do if you took the top eight i think of each system xbox and PlayStation and PC games of 2019, and you combined their gross, Animal Crossing still beat all of them combined. Well, like, it's like you said with, with Nintendo. It's like they don't always release a ton of games, but when they fucking nail it, they nail it, dude. They, they master it they master it. It's stupid. But like, and so like last of like, and I'm thinking about like these game these things that have like it's hard to see within a vacuum, right? Like if the world had not been shut down. Would Animal Crossing still be as big? Would Last of Us Part Two still be as big? When um, the shutdown happened, Avatar: The Last Airbender came onto Netflix, and there was a huge surge of people who was like, "I never watched it. Maybe I'll watch it." And everyone says the f- same goddamn thing. I don't know. And then all somebody seen who was like, "I'm all about it." So it's like, um, I mean, uh, Hamilton came out on Disney Plus. And yeah. everyone was all about that shit. Doom Patrol season two and moving to HBO Max, Umbrella Academy, um, Fall Guys is seeing like a, this is the most talked about game right now. Um, it's interesting to think about like what is happening now, and do you think it would have been successful had we not had the shutdown? And like, I'll for me, I, my experience with this has been like I'm going to get to the things I have not gotten to. So I started watching The Witcher finally. Nice. And um, actually, I'm like. All right, because I used to say, like, if there's one thing that a TV show should give me that's, like, a stream show, it should at least look good. And Witcher, I think, by far, it looks better than, like, like I love Watchmen, and I enjoy Mandalorian for what it was. I like some of the Titans sh- or the some of the DC shows. I've seen uh, a little bit of Brave New World on Peacock. But Witcher, there are some shots I'm just like, there's nothing that looks better than this on a stream show. 
There's nothing that looks like like better colored, graded in any of those. And I'm just like, okay, it, it deserved to win. And plus, it was a female showrunner. I'm like, fucking win. They like they deserve to win. Um, but like, yeah, it's is I I you know built a PC and played a shit ton of games and like. With um, Black Lives Matter happening during COVID-19, there's been a bunch of Humble Bundles that was dedicated to, you know, mm. the movement. And so, like, I bought, like, 100 games. <laughs> it was, like, for, like, 40 bucks in, like, because it was on a super sale. And, uh, like, playing, like, Among Us or, you know, playing Raft or playing um, uh, FTL or Surviving Mars. Um, these games, I think, that had their heydays are now starting to come back in a little way. And I think Caitlin was kind of, like, talking about it with, Twitch streaming where like people just want to hang out and yeah. want to have this normality that like things are kind of normal ish. Um, mm-hmm. but and trying to retain some of that. So it's interesting to see like how the sphere of media with games and TV are being consumed in a way where like now people are catching up on things. So like that lag and I think to Ollie's point of like consuming so many things at such a fast pace could be like whiplash, and then now you mm-hmm. get a chance to get to this backlog. And so for me, like the backlog has been like really kind of nice. I'm like, oh, I get a chance to watch this show. Like mm-hmm. this is kind of well, nice. for me. It's also like it's been interesting. I don't think I I would have found this without the shutdown. And that's my love for like music videos. Mm-hmm. You know, and like yeah. it's always been there. You know, I I love a good like place with crazy music and music videos playing on the side. But then if whatever. you see like really well developed ones, it's like it just that's hits a thing. different level. Yeah, it's like a new wave of one of videos that I've been noticing over the past like few years, and I'm like, this makes sense. I've I've worked with people that are like this young and are into these kinds of productions, and I'm like, this makes sense. This is like our generation of music video directors and producers and creators, um, and there's some like really cool editing and i'm like i would love to see some of these shots in like a hollywood movie like, also, and that's what i say there's actually a lot of like artful ones too that yeah. like are just beautifully shot like i'll i'll be 100 percent vulnerable for everyone y'all talk shit about me i want to hear in the comments baby I'll do the same um i'll drop it right after like you, don't worry. my my vampire diaries love but like halsey and her music videos are fucking baller as shit like one of her first songs was just like this intimate love play relationship with this woman in japan um, and it's just shot in such a, like, you know, I already talked about in Top Gun where I was like, it's so beautifully shot. And then like, this mm-hmm. is like, it's so beautifully shot. Like colors yeah. mean something, you know, it's not just an accent on a, on an outfit where it's like the frame is pink. The frame a few, is a few turquoise. Of my favorites. Um, you don't have to worry about getting the hate comments. Cause, uh, a few of my favorites right now are, uh, Ava Max, mm-hmm. BB Rexa. Mm-hmm. And let me uh, see some Dua Lipa. No, it was uh god damn, what was it? it no was love for the Lebanese Lebanese queen. Different. Becky G. That's who it was. <laughs> Becky, Becky G. G. Becky G's yeah. show. And I've been getting into weirdly, I've been getting into like Spanish music and and, and stuff like that too. Nothing hmm. wrong with that. And I'm I'm notoriously a little reggaeton. Uh, not necessarily fully that, but there's a lot of like yeah, I guess so. Like uh Sophia Reyes, like she's one of my favorites. Um Mama. Like you already mentioned. But I've I'm notorious for not being able to like con- like watch a show or a movie while I'm working or while I'm playing video games at the same mm-hmm. time. I, like my brain can't separate that's those things. That's too much. Yeah, I, I just I I end, I end up uh, spending way too much attention to the thing that's playing in the background. Yep. But this music video thing is like perfect because like uh, what I do is I put on my uh, AirPods and then it's playing on my Apple TV over there and it's playing into my headphones and I'm just working and I can see it off uh, on my uh, on my right you know hand side. So it's kind of it's kind of cool. It's a cool it's a cool setup. It's a nice uh, little in between. My favorite uh, that right now is that keeps you creative, keeps you motivated. Is that yeah. Josh' favorite word? That wop, 
baby. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, okay. That writer who I was talking about for uh, Taken, who's famous for other catchphrases in movies, his name is Robert Mark Kamen. Uh, he helped write Fifth Element, is responsible oh. Oh. for the Lilu Dallas multipass line, but he's also yes. famous for the line, wax on, wax off. Oh, he wrote Karate really? Kid. He, oh. he wrote Karate Kid okay. 1, 2, 3, and the next Karate Kid. It was just to take it back to Taken for a minute. It was one of those ones that had all the elements to be just one of those forgettable movies, but just had just enough, like Luke Besson and Mark Kamen, to give it that push over the edge to be. I a, would a say Mark film. Mark Kamen definitely hit at something because I had to study that in school. I had to study <laughs> that film in school and talk about subtext. About, no, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> Leave <laughs> Taken Fifth Element. Taken Taken. Oh, okay. Um, and it has conversations about uh, women in film and subtext. So it's uh, interesting. Josh? He, oh, I was just going to say. also writing he, the transporter. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you brought up an, another gaming-related COVID thing, and that's streaming. Uh, oh, yeah. Streaming is, at a, uh, is, I think, at a huge uptick because, like, okay, so pulling back the curtain a little bit, because we have had to switch to such a remote setup, we are streaming more. That requires certain technology for those things. If you go and try to find those those pieces of technology, they're oh, the almost they're practically sold out. I will everywhere. say, a or they're majority price of it, A majority of it, from the reading I've done, isn't streaming, but companies requiring conference calls. No, yeah. Um, when I was, you know, again from my, I was delivering kits um, mm-hmm. to certain uh, individuals for a company that I work for. Like I had to, at, it was like two weeks after shutdown. So like I had two weeks to just chill, clean my room, get my life a little bit. I'm like, mm. oh, I like intro introvertness. But anyway, so, and then they're like back to work. I'm like, oh shit. And so I had to like go and go through all of LA and all the targets and just find webcams and blue oh. microphones. Yep. And that shit was hard to find, baby. Yeah. Like, well, that's so, what I like, mean. It affects our, it affects our, the the technology I mean is like it's so widespread now. It is for some people are using it for Zoom calls or stuff like that, not for Twitch, but for people that do use Twitch or whatever. It's so funny how the technology yeah. is now being. People are like, "Oh, you can do that." Yeah, people have yeah. been doing it what's for the, a living. <laughs> what's the yeah. phrase? The uh, um, kind of like being constricted breeds creativity. Restriction yeah. breeds, oh. breeds creativity. Yeah. Yeah. So with Nintendo that, I will say that model. we've reached out. Uh, to try other uh, products aside from Elgato, which is what we were using at the studio there. Uh, and we found some great uh, workarounds, which I'm pretty, pretty happy about. There we have this, I have this uh, uh, game capture for my Xbox here. That's that what we got some for off brand. Yeah, that we got a recommendation during a stream from one of our patrons. They're like, yeah, try this one out. And it's, it's awesome. And it's like a third of the price. Yeah. Uh, so the up, you know the upswing to that is that we've 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 found some way around. I, I think that's also goes things. in line with what Josh was talking about with rebellion, where gaming and these you know you know not like Disney, Warner Brothers, big fucking companies have this opportunity. It's an upward hill for sure. It's Sisyphean to a task to kind of bridge the gap of like quality and uh, affordability, where mm-hmm. like it's like you know we have the technology, we know the workflow, and we can do it. It's to Corey's point of like the, the um, restriction breeds creativity, it's to me. I always think of Sam Raimi making Evil Dead in the woods with his with a bunch of his friends. It's it's the horror yeah. movie status. He almost of like, killed Bruce Campbell with a motorcycle. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I mean, it's better than Brian Singer almost killing Hugh Jackman. So, um, it's, it's better like than Brian Singer doing anything. Yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't do anything on set. Apparently, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll I'll agree with you on that. Apparently, for like two weeks, he was like not on set, and everyone's just like, "Why?" He's like, he went to go back to L.A. to go get his back looked at something. Yeah. I was like, "Really?" Um, so uh, no, it's um, it is that like level that like Peter Jackson did with ho- the hot with the uh, Hobbit with Lord of the Rings. It's you I was know, like, sp- "Watch your mouth." <laughs> it's what Sam Raimi did with Spider Man. So it's like you get the people who have been, and I think honestly, YouTubers are like yo, this is our time to shine because like we've had to work with these like quote unquote like DIY, you know, yeah, Jiminy setups and it's like, all right, well, here you go. And then it's like, yeah, MacGyver, Jiminy MacGyver. I mean, the, 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 I mean, just to call attention, there is, there's like, there's this positive where it's like, but it is funny where it's like, I have so much technology in front of me (laughs) to achieve content creation. And it's like, we, uh, as content creators, as part of this, I consider us as a part of this entertainment and whatnot. The technology is out there, and that's really cool mm-hmm. that people are able to to make things. Well, that's been the most well, like inspiring part of this whole thing, right? Is like is perseverance coming through, you know, despite everything that's going on in the world, and still trying to find a way to make the world better. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was having this conversation with a, a friend of mine. Shout out to Kyle. He listens to the show. Um, he was saying like, if this had been like, if everything that's been going on happened in like the 1970s or 1960s, like, would things still be with what it was? And I was like, I think guaranteed the infection and death rates would have been higher. And mm-hmm. you don't have video calls. You don't have this digital age stuff. So it's like. Things either would have had to have stopped or people would have just had to have just gone back to work and then you just risk that like dying is a is a work hazard. Like mm-hmm. that's right. a normal thing. And Which there's if, some of that still happening, but yeah, yeah. In, in a terrible way. And like I have, you know, written a, a many concept films of like the idea of like at the like to me, I think you know, I talk about that Wally thing, and it's like everyone just gets mm. obese and has their fucking drinkable cupcake. But I think it's more, much more like yeah. it's much more like Black Mirror episode two um, of the first season, where everyone has their fucking Peloton bike, everyone oh, yeah. has their their fucking air tube thing that like they can get their food from. Everyone has, and everyone is del- is so the Daniel Kaluuya one. Del- yeah, oh, it's so good. Um, but everyone's reliant on careers and career systems. Those are the only people who are still working because you can get everything right here on, on your thing. You can watch your TV. You no longer have a TV and a computer. It's one device. Um, and you just have many of those. And that's like where you watch your TV. That's where you do your work, all that stuff. You could carry around with you like a switch and stuff like that. But there's no actual one device. <laughs> yeah, there's no actual reason for you to go outside other than to get goods. But then if you don't, if you can't get goods because you can't like get guarantee good. safety, then couriers are doing that. And they're the ones who are like the soldiers and the, you know, it's all that stuff. Oh, it's 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 very interesting to see. Like, we're getting closer and closer because I've seen, and it's not like a it's a shade or anything. Like for me, I was like, oh, I guess I'm gonna be cooking a lot more. I've seen the exact mm. opposite with people, where it's like, I guess I'm gonna be ordering out a lot more. That's and so people weird. Just, and people have just been like, I do nothing but order food. I'm like, I've okay. experienced the complete man. opposite. So that I, I think it varies from person to person because most of the people that I've been around are now experimenting with cooking in ways that they never had before. I think so, that's. I'll the, be honest though. I do order in now more than I did. I th- yeah, yeah. Sure. I, was gonna, I, was, I was gonna say the I the the clout and flout and flaunting of I order a lot more 
isn't as sexy as I know how to make bread. So yeah, which I, I think did. I learned how to yeah. make bread. I learned I, how to make cinnamon rolls. I think that as many but people who said sandwich. as many people who say like I, I learned how to do this, I'm like, I guarantee you like there's much more people who are just ordering food. Like yeah. the yeah. overwhelming number of like it's probably like seventy to thirty percent. And it's, it's like some it's of it could be it could be like a you know, obviously a good thing because it's like I want to support businesses. businesses. Yeah. Or it could be the I'm just not gonna be a person that cooks food. I have a yeah. monkey bread recipe that you can get it from the fridge to the oven in less than 30 seconds. Oh, my God. I don't believe kidding. you. Well, uh, I mean, kidding. I know there's also a lot of people, to speak to it, who are ordering in more, even ordering their groceries in more to to try to help flatten the curve. But also, there's a lot of people who are scared to go out. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I'm glad we have that technology exists now that these people can, you know, and myself. There's days where I'm just exhausted. And I'm like, you know what? I want a sandwich from Ike's. So I'm going to order a sandwich from Mike's and I have it delivered to me. That's what oh, I'm yeah. doing today. Well, and I think that's how the, uh, to, to tie back in all the game and games and film and everything else. Like, w- like we can't go out for our escapism as much anymore. So yeah. we have to go in. Mm-hmm. So there's the amount of, I think the entertainment industry as a whole is going to be fine. It's just that giant shift that's coming, but it's going to be completely supported all the way through because people need that now more than ever. Yeah, it's just how that it's line is in out. every commercial copy are we I've going ever to... read for in the last six months. <laughs> now more the, than ever. I guess the question is, what are we... It's. It, I mean, the big things that can keep swinging are going to survive. It's a yeah. matter of whether or not things like the Lemley or you know mom and pop shops are going to make it through. Well, those and are going to be the part. things that the restrictions going to, you know, bring about more creativity. There's like those mom and pop shops are going to, if they want to survive, are going to have to innovate in new ways that might bring about something that, you know, we haven't seen before that then slowly like the bigger companies are going to adopt because Mm -hmm. the mom and pop shops had to innovate to be able to stay relevant enough for people to care. It's yeah. I mean, it'd be nice if we got federal business relief but you know that's a whole other conversation yep, yeah that's a whole other conversation yeah, i was gonna say it's it's tough because it's kind of like you have to probably pay, pay premium to support the smaller versus where the bigger are going to be like just going to price match and be competitive with amazon you know, lower things and, yeah. yeah amazon and, has and, killed many of uh, stores yeah mm-hmm. and it's it's the thing it's it's tough it's like it costs more to care it honestly mm-hmm. costs more to care and it costs less to be efficient mm-hmm. yeah well, that's, I mean, that's a whole other conversation, too. If you want to yep. talk about why healthy food costs twice as much as unhealthy food does. It's probably, yep. it's we can have a whole fuck, episode Because it's that. literally worth that much. <laughs> yes Anywho. and no. There's a whole. <laughs> that's a whole I'm just, conversation. I'm Iron Curtain we could pull back. I would say, I think the cost uh, of having one chicken from a farm versus having six like gooey chicken nugget things that you don't know what the fuck it is is way less than what a chicken is. Yes and yes. no, but you're also the thinking about the machines and labor they're pulling There's for and those larger yeah. farms cost a lot more. Uh, whereas you could support the farmer who's out there with maybe 10 people, you yeah. know, picking and planting his own crops. Uh, anyway, I, I, we'll get yep. into that in another yeah. episode. Whole conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Anywho. I mean, yeah, I think that about wraps up like a little bit of our. Yeah. I realized on the show notes I wrote game mining. Game mining. Game. Oh, game mining. It's supposed to be gaming and, and film, but I wrote game mining or game mining. Oh, game mining. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, and- that was a fun conversation. <laughs> um, everybody Pinged at home, let place. us let us know what you thought. Let us know your thoughts of everything that's going on. The 
gaming industry, the film industry, all that kind of stuff. Feel free to reach out to us. Yeah, and and also what other topics do you want us to talk about in this fashion? We don't normally get a chance to do this. And uh, we we talk about the industry, but we're not talking about how it's affecting our show. (laughs) You know, no more summer movie madness, at least not for now. Not for now. No E3. uh, we're dead. Which that I've been in my, my own more streaming E3, so. Yeah. <laughs> Lots more streams. Less yeah. and more. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah but uh, feel free to reach out to us in the comments on all, all of our social media. Um, also, uh, we've talked about it before, but our Discord is open. Uh, come join that. Uh, there's a lot of really cool peeps in there, and there's places to rant. There's places to talk about comic books. There's places to talk about whatever your favorite there's escape places is. places to talk about things that might be like hard to talk about that aren't really yeah. nerdy there's things that to talk about that are like a little spicy you know you mm-hmm. can put it in a little sexy stuff on the nsfw baby it's up to you i mean but not too sexy um not too sexy but uh yeah so check that out nerdon.tv backslash discord um thank you so much for listening we appreciate you all uh hope that yeah. uh the quarantine has been treating you well uh, hope i mean, you're staying safe yeah, staying safe. Um, and despite everything we've been talking about, I do want to say one last thing of like, if you have a responsible opportunity to go on a little mini vacation to get out of the house, maybe visit a friend, do it. Yeah. Safely. It'll make safely. safely. If, you can, if you can arrange it to where it's all safe and all the protocols are, are met, um, getting out a little bit is going to be a huge help for you. I promise. And, and But don't make it a party. Don't be like the fucking stupid YouTubers no, don't, in LA. Don't go to a beach party. Please don't do that. <laughs> or a house yeah. party. Or a house party. Go outside, um, stay distant, be, in, be be with nature, basically. You don't even have to go with people. In. Just be with nature. Mm-hmm. Um, chance to reflect. If you are new to Nerd On, do check out our website. It has recently gone through a facelift to make it super easy to listen and subs- subscribe wherever you would like to listen and subscribe. Um, do check out our YouTube. All of these episodes go to YouTube. Uh, check out our Twitch channel. Uh, we are streaming a lot more these days, and a lot of that content, a lot of those streams are made into entertaining content that goes on to our other YouTube channel, Nerd on uh, TV. Uh, so mm-hmm. check those out. Uh, all of these links that I'm mentioning are on our website. So if you remember one thing, nerdon.tv has all of the information. Um, well, the linky do, links. As the say. linky links, yes. Um, do stop by, rate, and review us. Uh, it, it does a lot of things. It does help uh, to the, the higher-ups see things. Uh, it helps us to grow. Um, because we see that feedback, even if it's positive, it helps us to go, okay, cool. We're doing that right. Uh, but it also makes us feel really good about ourselves. Uh, it's fun to read those things and, uh, to share them with each other. It's a good pick me up. Um, yeah, it's a nice pick me up. Um, we work hard here and we love doing it. So, uh, but yeah, that's it. That has been, uh, this week's episode. You know, the drill as always. Nerd on. Broadcast.